So this episode's probably going to be a very short one. Unfortunately, I do not have a ton of information on this case. However, this case is kind of near and dear to my family. Um, the victim, unfortunately, was um, best friends with my grandfather back in the day. And so this kind of hits hits home. Uh, somewhere I do have, or my mother has pictures of the family, um, and I will at some point post a photo, but I will not have one right off. Um, so just look for the update. Um, I've asked her to look for, to look for this photo a few weeks ago, and I think I probably just need to, to put out a reminder, um, as well, but as soon as I can, I will post a photo of these um, these people. Now, I will say I'm not going to be um, judgy of anyone in this case either, because um, the killer has family, and they have their opinions on things, as does our family. And um, however, we don't really know very much information. So all of the information that I've gotten today has been from newspaper articles. There's been a couple of different that ones that I've been able to find. There's nothing major as this happened in the 50s, uh, late 50s. So well, I'm just going to jump right into it and kind of get on with it. Um, this happened in 1959. This was a, it was a Tuesday, October 13th, that they reported on this in the Gazette. This happened in Lance, Michigan. And the article that was, that I found stated, 10-year-old girl strangled, father shot to death. 16-year-old boyfriend of an older sister arrested as killer. The little girl, her name was Lila Lynn. Lila Lynn? Lila Lynn. Which is kind of funny because my grandmother's name was Lila. Um, it's, it's kind of interesting. A really interesting case. And the father apparently had been uh, working late or something and he came home and, you know, needed to rest a bit. Um, the older girls were at church um, for some sort of like youth service. The mother was out of town with family friends. Um, the family friends happened to be the Paquette family. And, um, I believe they were in Chicago, um, for some sort of a visit and they were returning that day or, or that evening, um, from, from their visit. So she stopped at the church in Lance to pick up the two older daughters and came home to find her husband and her daughter dead. And Eugene Paquette, who was the son of the couple that she went to Chicago with, um, and also the boyfriend of their daughter, Shirley, was sitting on the couch watching TV and just said, yep, I did it. 
So this one, obviously, I'm telling a little bit differently. Normally, I go into everything before it happened, and this is how it was found out. So it is a little bit different. He automatically admitted to the slayings, but he gave no motive for it. There was no reason. It was just he was very matter-of-fact about it. Yep, he did it. Um, so, but the police said that his half-brother was married to the eldest daughter of the Froslands. Um, so they all were kind of family friends. They all kind of knew each other. And he originally had gone to the church with, um, Shirley and the other sister. And I cannot think of her name right off the top of my head. It's probably, possibly in here someone, uh, somewhere. Um, but I guess that maybe their little relationship was on the rocks. Obviously they were like 15, 16. So he leaves church early. He tells everybody that he's not feeling well and he needed to leave. So they, he says he's going to go home. They knew that, you know, Miss, uh, Miss Froslin was going to be coming and picking up the girls. So they could just say, okay, well, you know, he went home because he wasn't feeling well. Instead, he went and went by the Froslin home. He went to the door and he lured Lila out and promised to show her a gift that he had bought for Shirley. However, when she got to the car, he just randomly lifts a, a, I don't know if it was a pipe or a wrench, but he popped her upside the head with it. Um... It says it was a metal bar of some sort. And then he strangled her. And he strangled her with rope. Then he goes inside where Eddie was asleep. He had fallen asleep. I guess he needed to get rest because of work. Um, and he crept to the side of the bed. He had a twenty-two caliber pistol um, hidden in his hand. He had it wrapped up in a cloth. So he went to pull the trigger, but unfortunately the trigger got caught or the cloth got caught um, between the hammer and it caused it uh, to fail to fire. Um, this little noise awoke Eddie. He sees, you know, Eugene next to him and he says, you know, what's going on? <laughs> um, he didn't see the pistol, but they sat there and talked for a few minutes. He actually sat there and had a conversation with him. But at some point, Eddie had turned around. He, he was a smoker. So he turned around um, to get a cigarette. And Eugene uncovered the pistol and just shot him in the back of the head. He then went outside. He got Lila's body, brought it in, laid it on the bed. And sat down and started watching TV. Now it is said in some accounts that before all this happened, he actually sat with Lila for like an hour before he actually said, Hey, come on. I got to show you this, the thing that I'm going to give Shirley. 
So it shows how comfortable he was with the family. I mean, to be able to sit down and like go in the bedroom and sit there and talk to your girlfriend's dad, who's been a long standing friend of the family. And then you're going to turn around and kill him. Why? What is the, what is the reasoning? So, and, and when Miss Froslin came home and when his parents came, like said, just flat out, like, yeah, I did it. Um, apparently he says, yeah, I did it. I don't know why the family's been awful good to me. So it's kind of questionable what was going on through this poor kid's head. So, a lot of different things, like I have, I have um, stories from, that my grandmother had told and that my mother has told, and I, I maybe should have had my mother on this episode to kind of um, explain a couple of other, of other things. And if she'd like to, you know, we can always add a, um, an extra um, piece of, of recording to kind of show her, her perspective on it. Now, October 15th of 1959, Eugene, who was 16, was to stand trial as an adult. He gives his accounts of what happens. They also get, you know, different testimony from other people um, on his character, um, stating that he was just a model boy. The parents said, you know, we, we just can't believe he did it. You know, we gave him all kinds of love and tenderness. He never did a thing wrong. Um, and the dad spoke, said, says, this is what came out of the, the newspaper article. Um, he spoke sorrowfully of his son and neighbor, neighbors described him as a good boy. He talks about, you know, how he took Shirley and Sally, the other the other girls, to church. Um, and that he and Shirley had dated for about two years. It's very sad to know that such a young little girl, out of these three girls that this family had, um, like, what was his... his reasoning behind this he gave no reasoning no one knows and he was so matter of fact there was no remorse for it really it was just eh, I, I, yeah I did it um the family never really got any real reasoning um my family knows very little we do know that it was a few years later um Shirley actually was, let's see, do I have the year? I don't have the year. It was a few years later, though, because she was early 20s, maybe. Um, Shirley actually had gone to Chicago for nursing school, um, and she disappeared November 21st of that year, and her body was found April 6th when the lake thawed. So they believe that she either jumped, she committed suicide, um, 
and it's it's funny because Sally, the younger girl, um, I believe it used to tell my uncle, Oh, get out of here. Go home. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> Stop bothering. So, I mean, my, my family knew them and it's kind of, it's kind of sad, um, to know that they had to go through these horrific things. I did find at one point, um, the mother's obituary as well um and she died i believe in the 80s or not no early 2000s she finally died um i'm not sure if sally's still out there if she's listening or could be listening or or whatnot i don't know um but if I can get a little bit more information on this. Now, I do know that at some point, I believe it was it was either Sally or it had been Mrs. Froslin, was supposed to go to some sort of party or family get-together or something. And at that point, because Eugene Peckett had been 16, I guess he did not serve... A massive amount of time for his crimes. I don't know if he had seen um, a mental facility. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, at this point, you know, since he had been underage, unfortunately, they hide that kind of information. A lot of the, the news articles that were there actually hid that information. Um, and it wasn't till you know, you just keep reading, you actually find the name. A couple of them didn't want to give his name because he was an underage boy. Um, but at, we all know now. Um, this is, like I said, this was going to be a little short one. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of information. I would like to see if anyone in the Michigan area, Lance, Michigan, um, or anyone connected to these two families would be interested in giving me a little bit of information or if anybody has pictures of um, the Froslin family, um, I would absolutely love to um, be able to add a photo in case my mother mm -hmm. cannot find one. Um, but we will, we will get to that um, and do the best that we can. Again, very, very, very short little, little, um, episode here. Um, but I do have a few other, um, cases that are a little bit more near and dear as far as to my family, to my local area, um, that I will discuss, that I will talk about. Um, my next episode will probably be something a little bit more, um, well known, or at least that's, kind of my plan. <laughs> Although we all know that plans don't always work out how we want to. Um, my next episode will probably be a bit of a long one. So I'm kind of making up for it by having a little bit of a shorter one today. So um, thank you for this short amount of time. I'm sorry that this one is short um, and would like to be able to add more to this. That's the nice thing about this is I will be able to add more when I do get more information. So thank you for your time and I'll see you on the next one. Do you like what you hear? 
Do you want to make suggestions or ask questions? You can contact me by emailing me at serialzombiemoms at gmail.com or go to my Facebook group at Serial Zombie Mom Podcast. You can even help support the podcast and future episodes by going to anchor.fm and searching Serial Zombie Mom uh, forward slash support. Thank you.